Hey, what's going on guys? John Papaloni here with Royal LePage Signature Realty. I wanted to talk to you today about selling your investment property and some of the potential things that could come up. Now, before I get into today's podcast, let me point out something. I'm always talking about consistency and how important that is. And I'm going to give you an example of how much I believe in that consistency. I mean, today I'm a little bit late for my normal 11 o'clock. It's 1120. And uh, so I'm late, but I'm not out of the gate. But my point I'm getting at here is I woke up feeling as terrible as I could feel today. And I'm still here. I'm still showing up, right? It's one I had every excuse to just postpone and just say, ah, it's just one day. But I decided to show up anyways, right? Like, I mean, got up my normal 615, tell you, my mind played tricks on me. I wanted to go, oh, let's go back and do what I did during the start of the pandemic when we first got locked down. I'll pick up my coffee, come home. I'll drink my coffee while I listen to a podcast. Now, let me tell you, the way I'm feeling today, that's a trap. That's my body trying to do that so that I'll fall asleep and then therefore I'll miss everything. So my point I'm getting at is, unless it's something major, always show up. That's the most important thing, consistency and showing up. So here I am today, even though I don't feel great, I'm showing up and I'm here to bring you information and hopefully you find it valuable. So that aside, that being said, let me get into the podcast. So it is episode 34. Welcome to the John Papaloni show. And uh, what we're going to talk about is what happens when you want to sell your investment property? What are some of the things I should look out for? That's one of the topics I'm going to talk about today. Now I'll give an example of uh, one thing that I came across recently is, um, where the property was tenanted and the owners want to sell. So the first question people come up with is, can I sell my property when I have a tenant renting out the house? The answer is you can sell the property. Yes, absolutely. But most people want to evict the tenant to have vacant possession. And the truth is you cannot evict someone because you want to sell the house. That is not selling a vacant house. Isn't a good enough reason to evict not legally at least. So the only, the time you can evict is if, is if the new buyers would like vacant possession because they're moving in, that is a legal reason. If you, uh, you know, again, another reason you can move in, this has nothing to do with the sale, but if you wanted to move back into it, you can evict them at the end of the lease. Again, it's a 60 day notice and you serve form N12, but you cannot evict a person just for the sake of selling it. So let's be clear about that. Then, um, the other thing is you got to realize if it's an investment property, it means it's an income property. Therefore you're going to pay capital gains no matter what. So what does that mean? Capital gains is not like income tax. You don't pay based on your income. It is a flat rate. Um, It is published as 50% as an example. It's 50%, but it's 50% of half. So really, if you do the real math, it's 25%, roughly, roughly. Now you got to verify everything with accountants, but this is the rough estimate. So how it is calculated 
is we're going to use simple numbers. Pretend you bought a house 20 years ago and you bought it for $200,000. And now you are selling it today for 500,000. So does that mean you're going to pay 25% tax on 500,000? No, you're going to pay 25% tax under 300,000 that you have gained from the time of purchase. That's the capital gain. So the 200,000 was obviously the cost of purchase. So that's basic summary. I mean, there's more to it than that. And again, the accountant will break it down. But the point is you will pay capital gains. Um, another thing is that in terms of, yeah, so that, that's, that's in terms of capital gains, that's pretty much how it works. So capital gains, we got the double capital gains, we got the rent. Second thing is when you have a tenanted property that you're going to sell, chances are there's going to be some repairs needed. And, you know, one of the questions that comes up is, do I sell it as is? Do I, you know, put in some renovations, but why would I renovate just to sell it? And here's the thing. Now, yes, you can sell your rental unit without putting a dime into it and selling it as is. But statistics and history will show that homes that need repairs or updates sell for a lot lower than homes that have been updated. And I'll give you an example. If you go in to your home and your kitchen is outdated, falling apart, but it costs like $40,000 of upgrades to get it up to par and to, the, and to become modern like today, most times, not all, but most times, when you put in that 40K into the kitchen, you end up getting 50 to 60K more back on the sale. Again, that's most times. That's not always. I mean, I'm not promising you that, but I'm saying you definitely get a higher number and more than you put in when the home is updated. So again, if you've Another way to look at it is if you have a, a home and you've had it for 20 years, it's been in, you know, a rental, the renters have paid off your mortgage and uh, you just want to cash out now. Reality is 20 years of rent has paid the mortgage that was never your money. So someone else paid your mortgage. So even if you got the $500,000 for the house and you only paid $200,000, you're still up to $300,000. I mean, minus the fees, minus the taxes, minus the whatever, right? But the point is, you still you're still ahead, and and not, and other than the two hundred uh, other than the deposit, none of it came out of your pocket. And the, you know what I mean. So the point is, you got your two hundred thousand dollars initially, which the tenant would have paid, plus you got three hundred thousand dollars of appreciation. So reality is, you're way ahead, even if you don't do the upgrade updates. But I'm just saying, if you'd put in the money to to do an update, and just say you put in sixty thousand dollars in renovations, and that five hundred thousand gets you six hundred thousand. You got an extra 40,000 over and above. So that's just stuff to consider. Sometimes things are still good enough where you can just do a paint job, right? Simple things, make it visually appealing, like take care of the landscape, paint it. You know what I mean? Just overall general clean. That doesn't have to cost you a lot of money, right? It's got to look, remember people buy in emotions. So when they come into a place, they don't necessarily think, oh, I'm going to rent it out too. Then most, you know, a lot of people come in and say, I'm going to live here. So they got to be able to visualize themselves there. They got to be able to look and see and say, yes, I can picture my TV on this wall. I can picture the uh, couch over here, the kitchen table here. Um, I'm going to put it in an island here. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, baby Johnny is going to be in this bedroom. Um, you know, my office will be in this room. Uh, you know, 
they have to visualize it. Once they visualize it and they see it for themselves, then of course they're going to be more interested in it. So that's why appeal is very important. But again, as we talked about, if this is an investment property, anything you get with appreciation and the fact that the rentals have paid the mortgage themselves, not you, you're still ahead no matter what. So yes, you have expenses. Again, capital gains is going to be one thing. Capital gains is equivalent, we said, to roughly, roughly 25%-ish. Then you have um, capital gains. You have, uh, obviously, you're going to have real estate fees. You're going to have um, lawyer fees, stuff like that. So, again, those are the possibilities. But, again, always, always, always invest in real estate. As, as I just showed you with the numbers here, look at the capital appreciation. But, again, most people concentrate on short term and they buy, they buy a place and they say, okay, I'll flip it in three years. It is possible to make money in three years. I'm not saying it isn't, but real estate is the long game. If you had the choice and you had the option, long-term always turns out better. Like look at the people who bought a home. They bought the home in the seventies as an example. And the ones that bought it in the seventies bought it for roughly between 50 to $90,000. And a lot of those people we're going to say and to even go back as 2012 that seventy thousand dollars became somewhere between seven and nine hundred thousand dollars that is crazy different we're look at today you find some people bought four years ago and say well i made a hundred thousand yes you did absolutely but you see what i mean with real estate the longer you keep it the more you make and that's why real estate is truly the long-term investment. Anyways, I'm going to cut this short today at 10 minutes. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 34 of the John Papaloni Show. I'm John Papaloni with Royal LePage Signature Realty. If you want to check out all my social media profile, visit agentjohn.ca and you'll have a link to every social profile. It's my digital business card. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week.